Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugs your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, welcome to the Magic Spot. I'll do it properly. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Jimmy's got a baguette. I have chicken and bacon. And uh, Jimmy's, you've come in full of full of beans. I am. Yeah, I didn't see the Russian today. <laughs> Jimmy's been having a. I'm over. I'll introduce her. We've got Ian Smith, obviously, here on the show, and Graham Stack is our guest. Stack. <laughs> Hey, welcome, Sarah. Yeah. We should go in there for all you listeners. Graham, Stacky, Graham, Stacky. Stacky. Stacky, is it? Graham's a quiet. Yeah, Graham, don't really yeah, care. Don't suit you, does it? Yeah, 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 Yes, but it's my mate. Yeah, he, very good mate of mine. Yeah, he was sort of one of the sort of I'd say uh, biggest uh, reactions we ever got from a story is about yeah. when the ship bomb incident. Yeah, are you aware of this? Where you... that's a mild one for foot. Yeah, told yeah, you yeah, yeah, Jay, yeah, Jay. Because we had him on here, and it was like having a sit down with a serial killer. Well, he lived with me for a year. It's quite intense, isn't it? Yeah, you lived with for a year. You lived with Danielle for a year. Yeah, me, my four kids, and Jay, and he had are you yeah. kids? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I the kids are doing it at school now. They ship bomb in their yeah. teacher. Um, what was he like to live with? He's, uh, I listen, I love him a bit. He's a good kid, good kid. Got a lot mm. of time. I knew him growing up when I first moved to the area in Ricelip. He was at Watford. Yeah. And I was at Arsenal. And I remember he was sort of the rising star, if you like. Um, sort of in the area yeah. made his debut I think he might have played against Frank Lampard or Patrick Vieira for is, Watford he, is, he a good, is he a good player? Yeah, he used to be a good player yeah I mean yeah. Yeah, but he just run all day he yeah. run all day tackled he sort of old school really sort of yeah. wore his arm he sleeve, wasn't a bad player though, he, 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 could play. he could play he could play mm. yeah he yeah. could play yeah. Um, Ian you're going to do a chant for 
Stacky, aren't you? By the oh, end yeah, of the show, that's your chant. Yeah, did you have any chants when you played? <laughs> I had some shockers, yeah. Really? <laughs> Normally from my own partners. <laughs> like, what, what did, they did you have a song when you played? Uh, not a specific song, I wouldn't say, but I've, yeah, torrent of abuse, I'd normally get shouted at. <laughs> what, what, you had what, a fight, what, didn't you? What word, what word would you like in your chant? One that cock. rhymes with stuff? Yeah. Cock. That sounds perfect, cock. yeah. Let's right, just put cock. cock in there. Just put cock got, in um, it. Can you put big at the start of that as well? Right, big, big cock, cock. Yeah, Anything else? <laughs> I've got one, one chant idea. You know, uh, coming round the mountain when she comes? <laughs> Is that... With a big cock? I don't know, yeah, with a big cock. <laughs> Exactly. What about um, if you come on the pitch, you're getting whacked? You know, if you come on the pitch, you're getting whacked. With his big cock. By a big old Gordy Graham style. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's That's so you've already done it. Yeah. You've already yeah. done it. Yeah, but I do another one. I've got loads in my locker. <laughs> loads in my locker, do Well, let's get your greatest hits at the end of the, yeah, end of the yeah. podcast of the charts. Right. Things well, just recommend this to your mates like, and get them listening to Because I've got two of my mates from home who didn't even know what a podcast was. Same as me. I had to explain it to him, then I had yeah. to download it to him, and then put it, and then he loved it. Is this in, it, in his mm. van? He, he thinks it's quality. So if you have got mates you think you like it, just get their phone, nick it off them, download the podcast app, download the podcast, and stick it on and get him into it. <laughs> so you started off at Arsenal? Yeah. What was that yeah. like? Uh, listen, it's probably the best. Very best professional. Players. Yeah, it's probably the best football, well, best football club you're going to get an education at, in terms of being a young player. Yeah. Um, it's mad the way I signed for Arsenal, though, because I was actually playing central midfield for my county. Yeah. And I was training at QPR as a midfielder, and I'm living in a pub. My mum and dad didn't want me being in the uh, in the pub environment over yeah. school holidays, so I went to the Bob Wilson residential course in Potts Bar, and I played in goal there. And it was Bob that actually contacted the club and said, "Listen, we have got a kid here in goal. He's going to have a real good chance." And he contacted the club, Steve Rowley, Steve Burnshaw were there. And they said, hold on a minute, we got this lad here on trial. Because yeah. I was at Arsenal on trial as a midfielder as oh, well. Oh, yeah. And in the end, my dad sort of said, look, if Bob Wilson thinks you're going to make, make it as a keeper, you need to seriously be consider being a keeper. And then that was it. I ended up going to Arsenal as a, as a sort of young lad, sort of 12. Yeah. Um, but you could have been a better midfielder. I probably could have done, yeah. It's crazy, really. Well, I, pl- I played with a lot of good <clears> players. I, I used to play with Steve Sidwell in central midfield. Yeah. And Sidney's got yeah, over an unbelievable... <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's, had a, he's had an incredible career. Sidney would probably be the first to hold his hand up and say, in that youth team that we had, he was probably... Not as good as some of the other players. That's what Rowan, Rowan Ricky said that. He sort of said he wasn't the most talented, but his no, eyes he was working. Yeah. But he, was, he, had the, he had the best attitude. And, you know, and was it quite a lovely bunch then in that youth club? Yeah, we did. It was like a youth club, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> we did. We, you know what, for, players, didn't we had some good players. But you look at youth teams now, they lack personality. They look a lot. Of, there's no big characters in there or any leaders or stuff like yeah. that. I think the game's evolved a little bit. It's all very professional, isn't it? Like robots. Yeah, but in the youth team, we had we had Jay Boffroy, Jermaine Pennant, Ben Chorley. David Noble, Jerome Thomas. Oh, you could go on. Yeah, a bunch of you, you could yeah. go on. Like, you know, the, 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 Did they all be a lot of them went on to have good careers. Yeah. Um, oh, Pennant was, Pennant was Pennant a bit do? special, wasn't he? <laughs> Pennant just used to, he used to do everything you shouldn't do, really. He used to walk it. I remember we had a meeting once with Liam Brady in the morning, um, just about discipline around the club and blah 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 and whatever else people ain't doing boots properly and shooting off early and coming in late and then Pennant turned up half hour late walked in the meeting you're not meant to have your phone in the training ground he's on his phone he's got a McDonald's in one hand <laughs> he's got his trainers on you're meant to take them off at the door yeah. he just sort of like some Pennant up but then Pennant had go and play at the weekend and, and score yeah. a couple of goals yeah. I remember the, the, you know the <laughs> Pennant playing for um, I think he made his debut uh, at the Old St Mary's against Southampton 
Like he'd gone out on a Friday and Pennant was partial to a night out. And, um, <laughs> That's an understatement, isn't it? He went out on a Friday. He weren't involved in a match day squad. And I think a couple went down sick. I went down ill the night before the game. So Rice's phoned up Penno in the morning and said, look, Jermaine, we're going to send you a car. You, you need to get yourself down to St Mary's. You'll be involved. Pennant's only just got in at this stage. I mean, you know, it's probably got in at f- f- five, six in the morning. <laughs> so Pennant's made his way down to St Mary's. He's looked up, he's starting. <laughs> Must be thinking, Jesus Christ, I've only had two hours sleep. I was in the car on the way down there. And uh, he ended up scoring that trick, didn't he? He scored that trick in his debut <laughs> really? at St Mary's, yeah. Two hours And the story is he's only had about two hours sleep. And I think once you do that, you must think to yourself, I'm invincible, I can do this every yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think I had a few words with him before a Youth Cup game or after a Youth Cup game because I knew he'd gone out the night before and I just sort of took it upon myself really just to have a little pop at him. But yeah. it went in one ear and out the other. Yeah, yeah, it took a little while. Went on to have a good career. They're but years, aren't they? <laughs> old years, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, they, yeah, they are, yeah. Did you have any like, rough fights or rows of, like, in the youth? You know, Not really, no, nah, nah, we had a good bunch. We had a good bunch. Yeah, we disagree, but we... That that was mm. that was because we were characters. We could get on with each other. We went on holiday every year. We went to oh, Ibiza when we were seventeen. Did you? All on mopeds, <laughs> going as paradise. I remember being in S paradise when I was seventeen with a vest on and a big lardy. <laughs> I was thinking we all rocked up on our mopeds. We was only on fifty quid a week. It was about forty quid a week. And we're racing around the island on mopeds, just like causing havoc. Yeah. We think we're doing great because we're at Arsenal with seventeen-year-old kids. And like, yeah. we're, we're rocking up in S paradise. <laughs> We ain't got no money on us. <laughs> I remember we jumped a couple of cabs over there. We run off the flip because we didn't have no money. Yeah, yeah, trying to get yeah. in these super clubs and I beef. Uh, and at the time, probably potatoes, whatever it is, probably 20, 30 quid to get in. Yeah, but we just didn't have the money. <laughs> and we were minesweeping as well. Can you imagine minesweeping <laughs> on Ibiza? Can you imagine what we would have been picking up? Drugging yourselves. Drug test. Yeah, yeah. Drunk test yeah, yeah. Grab that, <laughs> that one off the bar. He's not looking. Uh, <laughs> three hours later, he's on the floor. Five in the mouth. Uh, <laughs> He's got yeah. every type of drug in him. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So, yeah, we, I mean, we had a good group, and we still go away now. Obviously, yeah, a few of us go away now. Yeah, we're all meeting up. Funny enough, next month, oh, yeah? trying to get together. I think because we had success as a youth team, we won yeah. two youth cups together, didn't we? So. I think um, That's what it's all about. we had a good spirit. We had a good spirit, um, and as well as having a good spirit, we had a good team. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a lot, a lot of good players. Didn't in you? There. Ni- didn't you nick the team bus? I did, yeah. Well, it was funny. <laughs> Everyone nicks the Arsenal bus. I just passed my driving. Uh, just passed my driving test. I was one of the oldest in my group, and uh, the bus used to leave Highbury. It used to pick up a lot of the boys in Digs, and I was in Digs. I lived in Oakwood, and uh, they used to pick us up at the train station. We used to make our way in, and if you'd stand up on the bus, the bus driver Lawrence used to hit the brakes almost mm-hmm. as a little warning shot. Oh, okay, like, yeah. sit down. I've told you before. I'm not going to tell you again. She'd sit down. And I got in there one day and I said, Lo, do us a favour. I said, let me just drive down, just to the end of the drive, at the old London Colney. He went, you sure? I went, look, I'll go slow. He went, OK, no problem. So I'm driving down the bus. Ashley Cole was on the bus. All the boys, all the youth team boys that were going back to Highbury, all the North London boys. Yeah. So I thought, right, I'm going to get my home back. So he's standing up next to me, isn't he? <laughs> so I'm thinking, right, I'm just going to build a little bit of pace up, not go too crazy, not thinking how heavy this big bus is. <laughs> So he's standing next to me and I'm tickling the brake, giving it the old wee, wee. Next minute, I've gone, fuck this, wallop. I've gone, wallop. I've hit the brakes. He's fucking flown through the window. He's hit the window. He's smashed the window. So the bus driver, his glasses are all cracked. He's got claret dripping down his eye. He's in a pile near the door as you get in down the steps. 
All the boys at the back are laughing. I've had a panic up. I tried to put it in. I tried to put it in a part. I've stuck it in reverse. Now we're going backwards. I'm like, oh my God. So then I've just stopped it. He's like, fuck. He's now panicking because he's let the youth team player drive the bus. Yeah. We've fucking smashed the window screen. Yeah. He needs three stitches. But where do we go from here? They sort of said, look, you got out of the way. I've gone and sat down a bus. All the boys are laughing at me. They think it's brilliant. I'm thinking... This is sackable. Yeah, Not yeah. for me, for him. Yeah. I mean, you know, right? Because he shouldn't have let me drove. Yeah. And then uh, I think the next day we've made out, because it had AFC3 as a number plate. Yeah. And obviously, going through North London, you sometimes did get a few arseholes that would try and stone the bus or whatever else. Mm. So it's made out as though someone's hit the bus with a stone or whatever. Uh, and we've had, the, we've had the window fixed on the day. So the next day it was all good and it was all sort of kept hush hush. Which probably nowadays it'd be on social really? media, oh, yeah, yeah. and he's probably yeah, got the sack. But yeah. back then, yeah, it you was, could just yeah. steal a bus, and it'd be just fine. How it was. It was <laughs> just all, you just couldn't yeah, ask, yeah, could you? So, <laughs> but yeah, I got away with that. But I normally, it's funny. I used to drive in at sixteen because living in a pub, my old man was partial to to uh, a four-day bender, and the Sunday was his favourite day. <laughs> so it was used to be chaos in the pub on a Sunday, and I used to like coming home after the games and spend a bit of time at home. And then on a Sunday morning, my dad used to, well, should have drove me in. Yeah. So we'd get out to the uh, get out to the car park. He'd get in the car, we'd drive around the corner. He'd go, uh, he'd get out of the driver's seat and sit in the passenger seat and tell me to jump. He said, you can drive today, son. I'd be like, I can have me days. I'm only, I'm only 16. I'm going to be on the M25. I'm going to do a 45-minute drive in this old Peugeot 406 it was. Don't think it had an MOT. So I'm driving into training. I'm doing about 100 in the outside lane. I'm 16 thinking, this is blinding. My old man's got his head down because he's still paralytic drunk. He's knackered. So I'm driving into Arsenal. I'm in the 406. I'm I would have done a runner down the motorway he just looked at me he opened up one eye and went slow down he knew exactly what I was doing <laughs> yeah. just trying to take liberties yeah. so I've turned up at the training ground and Liam Brady's just got out of his car yeah. he's seen me driving and my old man's asleep in the front seat <laughs> he's thinking the fuck's what? happening here he went Stacky you're not old enough to drive I went I know he went why are you driving I said my old man's tired he went, we can't have that. We can't have that. And that's when he said to me, you've got to come out. You, you can't You can't live in the pub. We've got to get you out of that environment. Yeah. And then that's when I moved into digs. So then was your yeah. dad going back home? After you, because you've he, driven dro- into and training. I, and then I'd, I'd stay over. I'd stay over. So I'd start to be based in North London then. But oh. does he drive back? He would drive back, yeah. yeah. After, <laughs> after a sleep. Back. He made yeah. it back, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just going 20 mile an hour on the motorway. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, I mean that was. Uh, that's, that yeah, was weird. Wrong, if you're trying to, you know, become a professional athlete and you're living in a pub, yeah. it's not the right place for it, is it? No, it's not. But I tell you what, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have changed it. I yeah. wouldn't have changed it. I actually played for the pub team once. It's mad because what was, pub was it? Whereabouts? It was in Hounslow. A pub called the Shire Horse. Right. We had two. We had two. We had one called the White Hart in Twickenham, like Whitton, Borderline, and Whitton, and then we had the Shire in in Hounslow. And <clears throat> I was playing for Arsenal at the time. Right. I was on the bench, sort of in the Premier League. You know, Jens was playing. We was fucking. We was. We was, we was frightening. But I never thought I was going to play. I was never going to get Jens out of the team. Sort of yeah. took it for granted, really, that I was involved every week and sort of looking back. Was that, back that it, Invincible to yeah, the time? Yeah, yeah. And listen, I'm, people talk about Invincibles. I mean, they are all legends in their, in their own right. I was very lucky to be involved in that. I mean, I didn't Did get you get there. a medal? Because you had to play 10 games. Yeah. So I was on the bench for 
probably over 50 odd games that season Champions Leagues and stuff like that yeah. played in five played in all the cup games got to the semis and we lost to Borough yeah. um, but you know looking back at that I was a that was a real special group and yeah. I was probably gutted well, really I didn't make the most of the opportunity I had in fairness because yeah. you got that Henri and Vieira yeah big big characters big personalities and top players but you know a core of English players at the time yeah. so Ray Pardo was there you had Mark Keown Franny Jeffers yeah. Matty Upson Ashley Cole and they did help me. <clears throat> they tried to help me more than probably should have helped myself. <clears throat> my parents moved to Spain. Yeah. So from when I was 17, 18, I was on my own. All oh, <clears throat> right. So all them decisions I was making off the pitch were sort of sort yeah. of self-inflicted, really. Yeah. I didn't really have anyone to sort of hold you back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I, I, listen, I was. I knew what was right and what was wrong. Yeah. But you still, you still so make them silly decisions. Sometimes a bit of peer pressure helps, doesn't it? Yeah. Where you haven't got to go back. Yeah. I think I could have been the same if yeah. I didn't go back to the mum and dad and go, "Oh, you're not going out." Yeah. But if there's no one telling you, no one really there. You go. Oh, you left to your own devices. You drift. You can drift. Did you grow up in a pub? And you think you know better? Because your dad's got a pub. Yeah, but not that age. Nah. We've got to come out when seven, eight. Yeah. yeah, I was there for a long time. Yeah. yeah, but you see, you see it all in the pub. But I loved it. I yeah. loved it. I loved the environment. I've probably gr- grown up around older people. <coughs> so, and, yeah. <coughs> when you like, when you're like, like in training with all like Burkamp and Henri and all stuff mm. like that, so you're quite a confident, loud sort yeah. of like life and soul sort of character. Yeah. So did you find yourself being a bit quiet in that environment, or were you still as loud? And oh, no, I don't think I've ever changed. I've got to be yeah. honest. Yeah, I've always been um, <coughs> confident. I wouldn't, know my, in I wouldn't know my place. Yeah. In that, you know, in that group, I wouldn't be outspoken. I wouldn't. Because yeah. if like Henri give you a bit of banter or a bit of shit, could you bu- give it back yeah, or do you have you to could, hold it you back could a to bit? An extent. Yeah, you could to an extent. You know, with the, <clears throat> the foreign boys, you would have, I would have, sometimes the humour, sometimes the sarcasm and stuff like that. I didn't want to, you don't want to say things that they might not, yeah. they might, might take not, the wrong yeah. way. Whereas if it was Ray Pardo or Franny Jeffers at the yeah. you could sort of have a laugh back. Well, back Keown, he's quite serious. Well, isn't I used to run with Martin, yeah. Really? Martin Keown? Yeah, I, I can't see that, can you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just so odd. You're a Martin Keown. He's a stiffler on the box. Is he alright? He's an absolute diamond. Yeah, I was going to say. He's a diamond of a man. Yeah, family man. He he was he just he always wanted reassurance like really it, it, yeah which is crazy because he was in England international yeah. he used to sleep on the floor didn't he did he so we'd be standing in the Marriott or why did he sleep on the floor we'd be standing in the uh, up Canary Wolf and I'd have like the big king size and he'd be on the floor on a mattress because he used up. to say about his back he yeah he used to say about you know I want to sleep on the floor he used to wake up every morning before a big game and go. Hamstring's a bit tight today. He was a bit, a bit of a panic, a bit insecure. anxious. Yeah, insecure, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like it was fucking brilliant. Yeah, and he was asking me, "How did I train today? I trained well today, didn't I?" I'd be like, really? I've just come out the U team. Don't ask me. I'm not going to tell my Keown he had a and piece. And I'm a GK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had yeah. A bit of a shit. So what about that tackle, mate? That was a good tackle. When I go, Martin, that was an unbelievable. <laughs> Because <laughs> you try and keep him upbeat. Yeah. But but yeah, Martin was brilliant. He was good for me, really. He was good for, and then I room with I room Sounds with, like you was good with, for him. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Or maybe I was, yeah. Because yeah. obviously like the the whole Arsenal culture of that Tuesday club getting drunk with the title was it like Adam yeah, Merce and all that. And it Wenger sort of changed it the, the culture a bit, but was there still any of that left over of that? I think yeah, I think the pub culture sort of left the game really and then the club culture come in. Yeah. So that was sort of like the transition that I was going through, sort of um, the other, I'm the opposite now. I'd rather go to a boozer and have a few pints yeah. rather than go mental and go to a club. Yeah. And at the time, I think it was your funky birders, your China White, you know, all your CC clubs <laughs> and your whatever. I was talking about that. I 
talking about how, like, you know, that, the, the, the culture at the clubs, so when you come in and stop people going out drinking, yeah. not what you were your favourite nightclubs. Yeah, Because there was, it was such a strong culture of going to the well, pub. Did, yeah. And then, though, and yeah, then it did. sort of uh, all, all stopped. I didn't know if there was any hangover of that, of like Keown and Parla still doing it, or did they just completely yeah. drop it I all think out? It was so. more, I think it was more the younger players. Really? I think it was more the younger players. Well, certainly, like, what well, I used to go out. I went out for, I didn't drink, I didn't touch alcohol until I was probably in my early 20s. Really? Yeah, and and growing in the yeah, pub? I didn't yeah. touch a drop. Like, I didn't touch a drop. And I think that's probably seeing growing up probably. Too much. Too much. Drink. Yeah, too much. Same as me, that. Too much. Really, yeah. yeah. I think Jim's probably straight. You don't drink now, though, do you, Jim? Yeah, I, I don't mind one now. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think what it is, when I used to go out at a pub and you see all these weirdos, the way it used to affect him, you go, fuck that. Don't want yeah. that. Yeah. It used to scare you as a kid a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I think that's what it is. That's it's exactly weird. It, yeah, you're right. I was a right. um, late drinker. Yeah, because yeah. I remember that. Well, we're making up for it now, Stacks. Yeah, we're going to go, mate. We have had a go, mate. We had a go, mate. We in Beckenham, weren't we? We were in Beckenham. That was quiet. Yeah. How was it? What, what? It was carnage as always. <laughs> yeah, it's chaos. Really. I can't remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I used to live around there when I was at Millwall. So, yeah. And my pal, good mate of mine, Alan Dunn, he lives over that way. That's right, obviously. I see Dunn in there. How was Millwall? Was the fans like I Millwall? loved it there, yeah. yeah. I just loved the Millwall punters. Yeah. It helped that I played well and had a decent season mm. there. I think we just missed out on the playoffs. Yeah. But, um, but you love like it. They seem like they're a passionate bunch, aren't they? Yeah. Do you remember him, Danny? Does Millwall TV? Yeah. Yeah. Any good? Bought the crossbar challenge at half time. You remember that? I did, yeah. I think I, I hit the crossbar three times. Three I think times it's unheard of. Yeah, yeah. Time, I've done it on that soccer AM as well a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I can't hit me centre forward at the minute though. <laughs> Keep kicking it out of the stand. Just aim for the crossbar. Yeah. Yeah. Try and get the yeah, rebound. Like, horizontal. Yeah. I'll find you. Should get the two wingers to hold him up. What was this about? Didn't you sell one of your tickets to a drunk bloke? One of your players' tickets at Arsenal. Yeah, um, so we get an allocation of tickets to sort yeah, of for friends yeah. and family. Well, you get a paddock. It's not even that. If you if you play for Arsenal, you get a paddock ticket. And now, what's that mean? So on the old marble steps, the famous marble steps, at Ivory, it was like behind the dugout. There used to be a little section for staff only and oh, players. Okay. And it was uh, any of the first team players that weren't involved would sit there. The youth team would sit there. Yeah. All the youth team staff and sort of wherever else was sort of up in the hierarchy at the club would sort of sit behind the dugout. It was a bit of a privilege, really. And then. Um, <laughs> Anyway, we were there. Half time come. Half time was it was our ritual. We'd go outside. Youth team, big burger, bottle of coke, have a laugh outside, bag of sweets, and we come back in and we're playing Liverpool. And there's this scouser. He was all over the gaff. He could hardly stand up. The fella and I thought, ah, oh, he's gonna stick it on us here. So he's come up to us and went, hey. And when you got a ticket, I went, yeah, I have. Funny enough. I said, how much you got? He went, how much do you want? I said, well, look, it's half time. I'd normally sell it for one. I said, you can have it for 50. He went, I'll have it, I'll have it. So I've given him the paddock. He's like, where do I go with this? So I said, right, you go up there about 300 yards. I'm trying to send him as close to Water Lane as I can. <laughs> just get him away from this stadium. <laughs> Once I've got the 50, I'm in and I'm done. Yeah. So all the boys are going, oh, that's bang out of order. Some of them are going, that's a top move, that's a top move. Like, <laughs> bearing in mind, we're on 50 quid a week, so I've just yeah, done, double, I've just yeah, doubled my dough. <laughs> yeah. After tax, cash readies, I'm thinking, So I've sent him the other side of the stadium. So we're all sitting down, we're watching the second half. Now bearing in mind, this is like, to get into the paddock, you have to come out the tunnel. <laughs> so we're watching the game. Hey, so you're all in the paddock, in the waiting paddock. to see if he's going to come in. No, 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 no. I think he's never going to come in. It's security on the door. 
There's no yeah. way this this Piscalsa is getting in the marble steps. You just can't do it. It's never been done. So we're sitting down and I could just see the top of someone's head loitering around the tunnel, thinking, is that fucking Scalsa? Oh, so no. now I'm proper having a panic up. So he's now walked down a tunnel. He's done... The 180 degree turn. He's looking at the supporters. Thinking, so he's nearly on the pitch. He's picked, well. He's dug out. He's, he's in between two dugouts. <laughs> Gerard Ullio was in one dugout. He's almost had to have a second. He's had a double take at Gerard. He's given the old. He's looked at him. He's sort of. The next minute, security's all over him. This is down. This is pitch side. Yeah. Where's your ticket? He's pulled out the paddock ticket. My paddock ticket. Now the security are thinking, hold on a minute, he has actually got a genuine paddock ticket. Yeah. We can't sling this geezer out. <laughs> so they've escorted him through, but it's, he's, I'm in his seat. So now there's no seats. Now he's got nowhere to sit. So I'm off, I'm off, on the, off, off the seat, half on the floor, thinking, Just I've got to get this him. fella in here to sit down. And sort of half tell him, that you just can't move. You've just got to sit down and just don't say anything. <laughs> Liverpool fan. I've got him in sitting awesome. down. So he's sitting got, next to you? He's sitting next to me with all the players. <laughs> Liam Brady's looking over. He knows I'm up to something. And he's in charge of the youth. He team. knows. So I'm thinking, right, I'm going to fucking get it when I get in on Monday. So he sat down. I said, listen, do us a favour. Don't fucking move. Don't stand up. Just don't do anything. He's got. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Next minute, the boys are throwing sweets at him <laughs> from the youth team. So they're trying, so they, they're trying to, they're trying to wind him up. So thinking, if he could stand up at this point, yeah, there's a few like leftovers that aren't involved. So I'm waiting for him to stand up and stick it on one of the youth team. So I've had to turn around and say to the youth team, "Look, you're fucking going to kill me. You're turning. You know I mean, I'm going to get slowed." So next minute, fucking someone's at the crossbar for Liverpool. He's jumped up. I've gone like that. Fucking get down here. What are you doing? I was thinking if Liverpool score, he's going to go. But listen, he's going to go. So he's at the bar. He's only had a big kiss. So at the end of that, the game fizzled out. I think I don't know if it finished nil. No, I don't know what it was. But anyway, now I've got a job on my hands trying to get this fucker out. I've got to get him out of the stadium. Yeah, yeah. So I'm walking back down the tunnel. I've got this. I've got my hand on his coattail, thinking he ain't going nowhere. So as you go down the tunnel library, there used to be a place called the Halfway House where there was a, the media little centre and there was a bit of food, teas and coffees after the game. Someone said, oh, Stacky, you got two minutes. I said, yeah, bear with us. I said, what's up? Uh, Ask me a question. I've turned back around. The scouts was gone. I'm like, no. <laughs> the tunnel is gone. For free I food. Thought, well, hopefully <laughs> he's fucked off. Hopefully he's gone straight down the steps. Mm. So I'm waiting in the marble steps, trying to get a few of the boys together to get the train home. Next minute, there's two security guards who got this scouser. They've got him, his hands behind his back. He's tried to get in the changing rooms. No. He's tried to get in the changing rooms. So he's no. now in the players, the players bit. So he's come out, he's trying to talk to me, going, all right, mate, and all that. I'm like, fuck off, mate. Yeah, don't talk to me. I don't know. They're going, do you know him? I went, fuck, I said, I've never fucking seen him. <laughs> so they've thrown him out of the stadium. And uh, I just remember shitting myself all weekend. Yeah. Like, I was waiting for the phone to go, yeah. and it being Liam Brady, <laughs> and thinking, oh, I've got to swallow this Monday when I get yeah. in there. Did nothing so, happen? Yeah, Liam's pulled me on the Monday. He said, listen, what was the crack of the weekend with that fellow? Who, like, was he a friend of yours and all that? And I said, nah. I said, listen, I've sold him a ticket for, for 50 quid. Yeah, I've done it as a laugh, but also to try and lick a cut the quid. I said, and it's just, he didn't think he's gonna get it, in. just yeah, backfired yeah. on me. Do you know what I mean? And he went, all right. He said, no problem, son. He said, look, we can't be having any of that again. You know what I mean? This is Arsenal. So so that was that put to bed. But um, yeah, it's fun at the time. Yeah, yeah. It got me in a bit of trouble. Did you, a bit of trouble. Did you ever get in any trouble with Wenger? Like, uh, when you was playing or? Um, 
Not really, no, no, no. I try, you know, I you just behave yourself, didn't you? A club, I've won. We're not in trouble with 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 the boss really, but for being stupid, um, I was injured at the time, and Franny and Ray were both injured. So we had sort of had the medical department first team youth team. I was in the youth team at the time, and um, I'm icing my ankle. Someone else is doing something else, and Ray and Franny have come through just to have a chuckle, really. And then we started playing games and. Ray just said to me, do you reckon you could get your head in that bucket and keep it in there for a minute? So it was an ice, ice, an ice bucket. Yeah. Like, ain't a bucket of water, it's a fucking ice bucket. So I said, I don't know, I said, I don't know, I said, I've done some things, I said, but I think that might be a bit, a bit too strong. rich. Yeah. He like, said, well, look, don't holding worry. Holding your breath, I just, holding just your breath in. Did you have a bit of a reputation for doing things like this in little challenges? Yeah, he said he fit. I, I, was, I was doing it, to, one, to make people laugh. Yeah. And it was all good fun and it was yeah. harmless. No one was getting up apart from myself most of the time. <laughs> he said, don't worry, don't worry. He said, we'll tap it once the minute's up. We'll give you a tap on the side. <laughs> I thought, oh, definitely, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. <laughs> so Ray went, I'll give you a wonder. He said, Fran, you'll give you a wonder as well. So I'm thinking, again, I'm on no money. Yeah. Like, Here's another couple of quid. So I thought, I, yeah, I thought, I'll go for that. So I've stuck me in this ice bucket. I'm on all fours. I've got me in this ice bucket on the floor. Full blast in. Yeah, whole, the whole thing. The whole thing. I the youth team physios in there. Anyway, right? Couldn't control the physio room. Look, we'd done anything in the. We yeah. just done what we wanted to. We used to do, you know, when you used to put the pads on and try and turn it up. Oh, full mate, blast. they're blind, they weren't they? Electric pads. Electric pads. I fell out a big puppeteer at one point. Oh, he just sent it backwards. Yeah. He put it on his yeah. gob and went, they went there. <laughs> Not an electric chair, innit? Yeah, it's horrible. So I've stuck me in there and I've, I've done it for the minute. I think it was over him. In the end, they're just they're leaving me in there for as long as yeah. I can, really. I've pulled my head out. Oh, fuck it, my head was blue. My lips had gone purple. I couldn't talk when my face was so numb. Next minute, fucking Gary Lewins come fucking steaming through, crashing through doors, pushing people out of the way. I'm on the floor. I'm like, ah, like fuck it. I'm like, I'm, bre- I'm brown bread. He's got warm towels on me. He's trying to rub my face. So people have been hey, calling for help. Hey, and- Ray Parler and Fanny are on the floor. <laughs> like smirks and a facelift. <laughs> 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 oh, Ray's on the floor in fucking in stitches. Oh. Franny can't get his head round it. I'm close to hyperthermia, <laughs> nearly fucking dying for 200 quid. And I think I did get back to the gaffer. I think I got back to the gaffer, to be fair. And it was one of them again, like, what's he fucking doing? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Why would you do that? But did you get the money, though? Did I you do the money? Yeah, England physio, by the way, rubbing me face, trying to get the youth team player back to life. Yeah. But he's well funny, Ray, isn't he? Oh, Ray's different I, class, yeah. I do some things in there and he just kills me, man. That's no, a blind. big character. Yeah. Big char- he was core to that. He was so important to that group, really, because yeah. he he was sort of the bridge between, you know, the, the older players and the younger players. And yeah. he was great with the foreign boys that come exactly in and they right. loved him because yeah. he was such good fun. But mm-hmm. not just good fun, he was he was a fucking top player. Yes, top player. I mean, that's graft, that's it, yeah. And I think he yeah. embedded the sort of He bridged a lot at that he club, did, didn't he? He did, he did, and the mentality and the work ethic that was required to to succeed because some players would come in and it would be 
it, they just didn't have that mentality. Your FA Cup mm. game, you didn't have Ray Parler playing in an FA Cup game. You could easily go and get beat two, three, yeah, you know, away from home for a lower league side. But with players like in, him in a team, that was never going to happen because no. of what he was. I all loved about. that he scored in the FA Cup final. So it was a nice moment because it's always all about the Henri's and Burkamps. But yeah. Ray Parler from Nigeria is banging it in the top. I think well, there's another story about that cup final, isn't there? But I don't know how. I've, well, I've been told this is from a good source. There was a. I was at the game with my missus. We we we, we got the coach up with all the players and that. And um, a Ray was partial to a bet, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> sold her a ticket. <laughs> Ray was partial to a bet, and so was Franny at the time. And Franny weren't involved. He was a load of scousers behind me, fucking scousers and tickets at me. And <laughs> so Franny had all his mates behind me, and it was apparently there was a bet before the cup final. It was called massage parlor, and I weren't aware of this at the time because I would have been on it. And it was for Ray Parler to receive treatment within 90 minutes. Is that right? Yeah. So obviously Ray's on it, and he Ray's thinking, "Fuck, Ray don't get injured for nothing, does he? You could fight. You'd have to shoot Ray for the physio to come on." <laughs> so I didn't know this, and it was about 20. I don't think it was that. I mean, it was about five minutes to go, yeah. and like Ray hadn't been down. Ray hadn't been down. Next minute, it was a bit of an innocuous one, like the ball sort of gone near him, and Ray's fallen over. <laughs> And I just remember Gary Lewin come running on and these 20 scousers behind me were fucking jumping up and down as if someone had just scored. And I'm thinking, have I fucking missed something or what? What's that? What's going on here? So he's got treatment, they've run up and they're all like, fucking lovely, whatever is out, blah. And it was only after the game that I found out that because he'd received treatment, it was like fucking two to one or three to one, they've all sort of lumped on. And they fucking all nicked a few quid out of it. Well, I'm fucking gutted that I'm sticking my head in an ice bucket for 200 quid and he ain't letting me know. So I can get on it. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? So, so, so Ray's known that everyone's put a bet on. That, so he's like, I've yeah, got to go down. Yeah, that was back in the day, though, when there was no betting regulations in place and nothing like that. And, yeah. and a lot of these players... Have, a lot of these people, well, no, a lot of these people... Well, no, I'm not yeah. saying Ray was on it no. by yeah, any means, yeah. but I'm saying all these scousers behind me, maybe Ray was injured, who knows? But yeah. <laughs> I know these scousers that would be yeah. Very happy on that you got injured. You know what I mean? Brilliant. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, oh, you did the ice bucket thing um, before it was fashionable. Ice bucket, your yeah, very yeah, own yeah, ice bucket yeah, challenge. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what's about? Didn't you hold an iron to your shoulder? This is what yeah, you've got Glenn, this one from someone else. Oh, was this Blakey? Yeah, Blakey, yeah. Ben Little. Yeah, this well. Was, what, did he tell us this? Is it? this yeah. So what's? Mm, yeah. Well, I was. Um, DHL, DHL. So DHL, obviously, a big career firm, isn't they? And, yeah. and my mates were all working for DHL at the time, and they do a tournament in Belgium every summer. And um, I was going to say to my pals, you've got to get me on board. It's like all expenses paid for. Just get me on as a coach, goalie coach. And they went, all right, leave it with us. So I'm up in, um, I'm up north. I'm up in Nottingham to do a training training session for mm. DHL goalies. <clears throat> And I've ended up going up with the boys and that, and I've ended up meeting up with a couple of pals of mine, Lee Cannaville and David Noble, and uh, ended up going back to Cano's house, had a couple of drinks, and obviously before the boys have gone out, they've obviously ironed all their gear in the kitchen, gone back, had a couple of drinks, and the irons is just, just staring at me. I'm just thinking I've got to do something with this iron. <laughs> so my pal's got his top off, walking around the kitchen, giving it like big time Charlie. I thought, right, he's got to go in a minute. So I've... <laughs> Just tickled the old iron, the, the old Zanussi. I've just the stuck the Zanussi on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no to, to, to cotton. I've just won it matched <laughs> out. Get it on wool. Fuck, I'm sick of it. So it's a full blast. I thought, right, it's waiting for this to warm up. I've just sort of put my finger on it and gone, oh, wow, that's, right, that's ready. 
So I've walked up to him and I've just gone, bollock, straight on his back. I've just smelled it. I've gone, oh, no. I thought, that's long enough. So I've took it off. You the see that's long enough. That's long. Smell him cooking. I've took it off and they've just, like, he's lost half his back on it. I'm like, oh, no, I think I've kept on for too long. And then he was like, because we've all had a few to drink, he was like, oh, he said, oh, it's starting to hurt a little bit. And... I started feeling a bit guilty. I thought, oh, that was maybe bang out of order. Yeah. So maybe. I said to Cano, look, that's fucking, I said, that's out of order, mate. I said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Like, I didn't realise it was going to end up like that. I said, look, you can do with me if you want. I thought, like, a gentleman, like, you can do me, you can do me back. I said, let me just get my top off. So I've put my top off. You're helping him out. And I've let him, I've let him, I've let him do me. So my back's proper fucked. Like, I mean, <laughs> we both his iron. You can see the iron on the back of back of on the, on your back. Is it still there now? Have you got like an iron shape yeah, scar? I've got a faint scar. Yeah, faint <laughs> scar. This is, this is like this is going back over ten years ago. But if it was, you could see it. It was obvious when I went on holiday. It stood out because the rest of the back would tan for some reason, and the iron print went. So you could just see it like, every summer. Every summer, I just had this outline of like fucking an iron on it. And I remember going, I'm thinking, I'm a goalie. I thought, how the fuck am I going to train with my back in this sort of state? So I've gone back into training the next day and I'm thinking, I got into the idea, right, I've just got to go out and just dive on it because the scab has just got to come off. (laughs) Because I knew every day I'm going to have to throw myself around and I'm going to be, I was in agony and it took fucking, I remember being, I couldn't sit back in my car after training because it used to, it used to stick to my t-shirt so what I've done I, I used to wear this one t-shirt so I used to I cut a hole like an iron in the shape of an iron out my t-shirt and I used to sit in the car with the windows down to try and dry it out after training sunroof down so I used to sit in the front seat and I remember there was a uh, the press day on a Friday was at Reading <laughs> And all the press have seen me walk out the fucking the, the changing room to my car with a big hole in the back of my t-shirt with a massive scab underneath it. So someone said to like someone in the room saying, "What's he done with his back? Like, what's he done there?" And then it was like Chinese whispers over a card game and all that, which is rubbish because it ended up making a paper, the local paper. And that was while Arsenal were going unbeaten. No, I was at Reading at the time. Oh. We, were going, we were going unbeaten at the time. <laughs> we had only lost one that season. We ended up winning the league, but we um, didn't play much. Did you have a car boot stall as well when you was at Arsenal? Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. yeah. So again, uh, another, yeah, that was another sort of source of income for me the tax man didn't know about. <laughs> uh, Jim, will, Jim will tell you, Jim knows the crack. You go in a boozer, there's someone who's got DVDs, he's got bags, belts, wallets, shoes, yeah. tickets for the theatre, football tickets, whatever you like. And we used to have this one fella in our pub, a fella called Noski, and uh, he used to buy wholesale Gucci's cheese brown black leather suede gold buckle silver buckle and at the time I, I was wearing Gucci's Gucci at school when I, when I was 15 I had a pair of no Gucci loafers on no socks no one's got to be no socks no, no. I'm sort of playing football in the Gucci's they're like 220 quid a piece you know what I mean so I used to buy those kids at my school Gucci's at school I used to buy bundles off this fella like wallets are they bags, real or snide belts Oh, listen. They real, were, but... They were yeah. real. Uh, uh, of course they're real. Uh, yeah, so, all snide. So, I, I, I get them in a the car, I load them up, and I drive into the training ground, and all the youth team, some of the youth team boys used to buy you know, belts, bags, wallets, 
couldn't afford the, you know, the real deal. So it was like the, the next. And if best also thing, if you played at Arsenal, you got a pair. People will think they're real anyway. Yeah, of course mm. they did. Of course they did. So I remember coming in. I used to have an old Citroen Saxo, and they used to just fucking pop the boot open Monday mornings. It used to be like fucking Western International Market. It was just shoe boxes on the floor there's fucking paper bags over there and I remember one day someone's one of the first team boys that looked over and thought fucking what's going on over there got about 20 people around the motor trying on shoes big Dave Seaman's got a bag on his shoulder <laughs> knocking out so much gear yeah. but we had a Christmas do coming up in the landmark hotel so obviously Christmas presents all the lads are going lovely belt purse for the bag uh, for the missus I'll get loafers on so we've turned up at the landmark but before this had happened Liam Brady shattered at the window and give it the old stacky he went this ain't fucking Spitalfields Market or Camden Market whatever it is he went shut that boot and come in here and see me so he knocked that on the head straight away yeah. he went this is the Arsenal Football Club it's not yeah. a fucking market <laughs> So I've gone, oh fuck, okay, no problem. So we've turned up at the landmark hotel. I had a few warnings. Yeah, did, he few like warnings. You know, did he like you? I think he liked me because I was, one, I, I was a good player, for yeah. starters, that helped. But I think he enjoyed the Cheat fact that I was. I was good around the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Mm. I didn't. I, I it wasn't anything to, awful. Just nah, you try nah, your luck. No. Yeah. yeah, of course it was. Of course it was. And I remember getting to the landmark hotel, and obviously my missus has got a bag. She thinks she's the only one with this bag. <laughs> Fuck. So is it all the wives and oh, girlfriends? Did you not, mate? There must have been thirty Gucci bags for the Christmas day. <laughs> Everyone has told their missus they've gone up the West End and bought it. <laughs> so there's 30 black Gucci bags, there's 20 black Gucci wallets on the bar and on the on the tables at dinner. All the all, all the fellas have got the same shoes on. It looks like, it looks like Arsenal were sponsored by Gucci at the time. So That's I think brilliant. a few of the lads got caught out. But um, but nah, listen, you get you you're getting Gucci gear for knocked off prices. It just made more sense as a youth team player, didn't it? And nick a few quid at the time as well. Brilliant. Oh, they're, they're laughing about it though at the, at the, at the yeah yeah. I think it was more embarrassing for the first team players that are on thousands yeah, yeah, and yeah. they buy bags for sixty quid. You know what they I mean? could just do it anyway. Do you know what I mean? Because they could. I, I don't listen with them. It weren't the money. They just couldn't be asked going uptown because they'd mm. probably get. Loads yeah. of people wanting to talk to him, wanting pictures and whatever else. Whereas in the youth team, it was sort of, I ain't got, I ain't got, I didn't have 300 quid for a badge, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, you went over, you played in Finland for a bit as well. Belgium, you, Belgium, Belgium, did yeah. Did you go Finland? No, no, no. Oh, Finland, no, that was, nah. Didn't it been, pre, been there pre-season, but. Oh, was it, the pre, oh, was it yeah. pre-season you was in yeah, Finland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The, the story about trying to get home. Yeah, you so, had to sort yeah. of make your own own way home from yeah, yeah, a night out, was it? Night out, yeah. yeah. So obviously, gym tell you pre-season tours are like graft, but it's nice to have a carrot at the yeah. end of it, innit? You want yeah, that night course. out to sort of hang on to because you do work your nuts off. It's like mm. two, three sessions a day, and to be fair, that's one thing I would say in my career. As much as I laugh as I've had, yeah, then the stories I've got to tell, I've, I've always, I think anyone will tell you that. I, I fucking work my nuts off. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's always been a, that's always been a good trait of mine. But I have also when you're at your fully professional, but yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've not just a night. I've enjoyed socialising, whether it be out for food or whatever it is. But when we got to Finland, we've had sort of six, seven days hard in a training camp in the mountains. Yeah. Nothing to do, not a beer in sight, nothing. So we've managed to get this night out. So we've gone out into town. We're all on the piss. We've seen a few off. In the end, it's just me and this physio, Maxi. Is this at Arsenal? This is at Plymouth. Plymouth, okay. Plymouth, yeah. Now, Maxi's top man. He's a, a big character, big personality. Uh, <clears throat> but he, he, was, he was a member of staff. 
And I'd only just signed for Plymouth. A lot of the lads had gone. Me and Max ended up in this. It was, like, it was a strippers, to be fair. And, um, <laughs> so, so we were, so, you did not say you went strippers, to be fair. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Listen, it is a late night drink, isn't it? So, <laughs> we've only place open. Yeah, well, it was to be fair. So we've gone in there and um, we were out, we was in there. We was having a laugh and <clears throat> for whatever reason. We've got slung out. I think me or Maxie may have thrown an apple or a bit of fruit at someone in there. And it's a fruit bowl in the strippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As mad as it was on the bar, as mad as it sounds. So we've been asked to leave. So as we're leaving, I just thought, oh, this is fucking weird. Well, I thought they're going to charge us to leave here like they're all over us. Like yeah. these, these, like the doorman, they, 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 they did have the arsehole and I thought, we're either going to get fucking hiding or they're going to want us to give them a couple of quid to get out of this gaff. So I said, Max, Maxie, come and fuck it. We'll go out this way. So we've gone out the back door, but as you go out the back door, there's a cloakroom. So I've seen all these jackets. I think they're the Dormans. So I've stuck on about fucking eight, nine jackets. I've got, I look like the Michelin man. So I thought, all these big puffer jackets, I'm thinking, right, fuck it, we'll take these. So I've run out of this club. I've got about eight jackets on. I'm fucking money. I'm thinking, if these cans get me, oh, I'm going to get the biggest hiding. Not only have I not paid them to get out, but I've got all their gear on. So I'm running down the road, I'm running down the road, sort of got round the bend, I said, right, that'll do us, just have a breather. And I said, well, didn't know where we're going, I don't even know if we had any money on us. As we're walking back, there's these two old boys, they're just doing the road, they're like digging the road up on the big digger, this fucking big, every bit of every machinery. So I said to Maxie, fuck this, I ain't walking no more, I said, come on, we'll take the digger. <laughs> He went, you can't take the digger, what are you fucking doing? I said, fuck off. I said, jump in the digger. Went, You're pissed. I went, I know. I said, come on, let's do it. He went, no, I'm not jumping in the digger. I went, right, fuck it, I am. So I've got all these jackets on. I'm in this big fucking bit of machinery and I'm fucking flying down this high street. And there's all I can see is these two old boys with high vis on and eye that's fucking running after me. Now I don't know where I'm going. I'm just going down this high street. I'm probably going out of my way. Don't know how to stop it. I'm fucking thinking, what am I going to do here? As I took the foot off the accelerator, thankfully it just started slowing down. So it's still moving, it's still plugging, but I thought, I've got to jump. I've got to get out of here. <laughs> As he's going towards Woolworths. It's going towards a bus stop, but everyone would have been all right. I'm sure they survived. So I've just, I've jumped, I've just jumped off the digger and just had it on my toes before these two fellas Where called me. Where did the digger me. go? I don't know. Who knows? Okay. Uh, it's still going. Know. We're going to have to. We're going to have to check that before uh, we broadcast yeah, this. Yeah. Make sure no so one's I've been killed by a digger. digger. I've lost Maxie. I remember finding my way back to the hotel. I've just got me nut down straight away. I've woke up in the morning and it fucking looks like it looks like the jacket section out of Debenhams. <laughs> it's fucking there's all these jackets on the floor. <laughs> What about in Belgium when you punch the fan? Yeah, so I was alone in Belgium from Arsenal. He's got some, isn't he? Yeah. Have you seen the video? Video. Video. I saw yeah. you. You got to show, yeah, show Jimmy. Jimmy yeah, the video. Yeah, it's on. Do you know what? Um, can funny. you tell his story first? Because yeah. I'd like to see the video. Up. Yeah, it's, it, 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 I was on loan from Arsenal, so there was obviously four of us over there on loan. We'd gone over there to play some games, and um, it's a derby, so we're playing Antwerp. But they're sort of probably ten k away from us, and uh, Royal Antwerp are notorious over there. Them yeah. and Anderlecht, that you know, they are they are nutcases. And uh, we're playing in the game. I think we're winning, winning probably two, two, two nil. Whatever it was, it was so two bad. one. This was for Beveren, a team called Beveren, right. over in Belgium. I'm on loan. I'm only about nineteen, twenty at the time. <clears throat> and uh, we're winning the game. 
it's 10 minutes to go, let's say, and there's all sorts coming at me. I mean, lighters, miniature bottles, stones, coins, everything. So I thought, fuck it. I said, I'm going to throw one back. I thought, if I get it once more, this is going straight back in that stand. So one of them zipped me, I've turned around, picked it up and loved it back. I'm thinking they can't get through. These are like cast iron gates, yeah. old school gates with like the big spikes on top, thinking I'm safe as ours is. Yeah. Then I looked at the geezer who was on the door, on the big gate. He was, I think he was asleep. He must have been about 70 odd. He fucked me. If they get through this gate, he's got no chance. <laughs> so I've carried on playing. <clears throat> Next minute. I've turned around, there's about 40 people running towards me. <laughs> but there's these two geezers that stand out. One of them's probably 6'4", big leather jacket, DM's on. He's walking towards me, he's swearing at me, and he's ready to kill me. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, this little old boy runs from behind him. Big curly <laughs> barnet, just sort of sprints behind him, runs up to me, I'm thinking, he's going to try and drop me here. So he sort of swung at me, I've sort of... Moved out of the way of it, and I've just gone pop. Just stuck one straight on his. I've hit him. I've tried to hit him once, so I've missed him, and he's come back round. And I thought I bang him again, so I banged him. I put him on his ass, and the big lump that first come on, initiating it all, going, I want some. He's now gone, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> So he's now walking backwards and thinking, do I go and iron out the yeah. big lump as well? And I thought, no, nah, I better leave it. There <laughs> was secure. It was dogs. Police horses, right shields, what, everything. You can see when you're punching like the little one, you've got your hand like that as if you're saying, "Hang on a second, I'm coming back to you." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. You never, have you seen there it? Was, I've you've seen it. Yeah, it's funny. They, they used to have a lot more. There was a video on it. It must have got taken down. But at one stage, it had like over half a million really? like, views on it. Yeah, it was. It, 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 Did yeah, you need it to get big. banned though? Well, no, what it was, they didn't want me to play in the away leg. That's uh, brilliant. At Antwerp. Because we, we still had to go and play them at their stadium. Oh, right, that was at your ground, yeah. So, Who was this for? Did you ask them? Yeah, Bever- I was on loan, yeah. Bever- so this is for Beveren. Like, Yaya Torre, was, Yaya Torre played in that game. and oh, Ebuwe, really? Yeah, Manu Ebuwe. That, yeah, so that, I, I was, that little one Torre. Yeah, 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 it's criminal. Wow, isn't it? look, he's come. He's had a right go there, isn't it? Yeah. One's kicked he's up. Come, he's Where that? He's proper, <laughs> he's proper run on that little yeah. one, and then he, he's yeah. giving it like That's such a brilliant. big entrance. But I mean, after, I mean, after that, I kid you not, it just like blew up. It went mental. I woke up mm. the next day and there was a pair of boxing gloves on my apartment door from one of the local supporters, and it was a real small town, mm. small town, like close knit community, like real football place. Yeah. yeah, you must have had the fans on side straight away. It helped. I mean. I sort of was doing pretty well anyway on the pitch, but there wasn't much publicity, you know. But I was online from Arsenal, and not yeah. many people knew about it because I was a young lad. But all of a sudden, it was national news, and everyone knew there was a, a goalie on loan from Arsenal. So that helped raise my profile a little bit as mm. well. And um, I'd done a talk show over there. Jean-Marie Paff, who was voted world goalkeeper in, I think, 87, possibly played in the World Cup, won the Bundesliga. Oh, Cheers, Jim. He used to do a talk show, like a fly on the wall. Oh, really? Yeah, he used to do like a fly on the wall. It was like a, a family show about his family. He's, he's a superstar over there. And I was invited on the show, had dinner with him. He saved the penalty in the World Cup. We talked football. We'd done this, we'd done that, and met his family and so on. And I met Sergio, the Eurovision Song Contest winner yeah. or, or performer <laughs> for Belgium. I was on his show over there. So it did it. I mean, it created a lot in of Belgium, publicity. Was that a big, yeah, yeah, it was massive. National it was news. massive. National news, yeah. So then after that, it was. Um, 
Yeah, I was just a, a mini celebrity, if you like. Yeah, it's it, a classic football drop tenor. Tenor, hold on. I only normally have five on me. Must be the wife's. Um, yeah, so then after that, it got me a lot of exposure, to be fair, which was which was good. It was good. And Yaya Torre was in that team. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. yeah so what it was, was he? funny. So, like, uh, me, Steve, said, well, Halsey and Chills. So we, we had four apartments over there. Yeah. But we all just wanted to live together. Oh, was you all over there? Yeah, yeah. We all went on loan, yeah. Cause just to get some games. Uh, looking back here, it's probably the best thing at that time. It's the best experience I had. And then when I come back, I went on loan to Mill, so I wouldn't have probably gone to Mill had I not played them yeah. games beforehand. So it was a good grounding for me in terms of playing football and the culture away mm. in a different, in a, you know, in a different country. It was brilliant just to see the way things were done. But yeah, he was only a kid. At one stage, I was the only white lad in the team. We yeah. had ten Ivorians and me. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was a way that. Arsenal and other clubs, to be fair, could get players into uh, work permits into the EU. Yeah, so we had a partnership with um, a a soccer place in um, in the Ivory Coast in Abidjan, where a lot of the players were coming from. And Jean Jean Marc Guillou, who was friends with Arsene Wenger. built up a relationship, a connection to then get players, i.e., Kolo Torre, Ebuwe, into Arsenal Football Club. And Yaya was there. Now listen. He is without doubt the the best player in terms of ability I've ever seen. Really, and, and David True. Noble is second. I, well, I thought, yeah, <laughs> well, he's probably on a par with Noble, but obviously Noble hasn't had the career that, that Yaya has. But Yaya at sixteen, what he was doing at sort of sixteen, seventeen was just it was just frightening. Mm-hmm. Physically, he was better than everyone and bigger than it. He played yeah. centre half, central midfield. He played up front. I was waiting for him to stick the gloves on at one stage because yeah. he could play anywhere. Yeah. And um, all the Ivorians were staying together and we used to meet in town for, for, for a bit of food and stuff and all the English boys, we used to have a laugh. They were younger than us you know, yeah. and we were we were sort of seen as the older lads. They'd, they'd probably look up to us because we were playing football at Arsenal. Yeah, true. And it used to be funny. It used to be, be a big water fountain in Beveren Town Centre. And I used to say, watch this, we'll get we'll get one or two of the boys in this fountain here. <laughs> so big yaya tour, right? I'm like, started throwing Euros. One, one euro coins in this big water fountain it's freezing cold and I knew Yaya would go and get it this is Yaya Torre he's on two and a half hundred grand a week I've got <laughs> Yaya Torre jumping in water fountains in town centres for a euro can you imagine that <laughs> huh? hey, I wish we could turn back inside huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might go to Manchester and see if he wants to throw a one in a fountain up there <laughs> Bring the, the armbands up there again. Yeah. yeah, but you look at the career he's gone on. Unbelievable, isn't it? He was in the fountain. He could wait at first for a euro. Really? He's on a grand a week now. Yeah, it's crazy. That's funny, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Good luck. Now our careers have changed. It's a bit Same. similar to Fabregas. I made my debut with him. <laughs> I met Eastley now. Do you still keep in contact with him? Yeah, I follow him. Does he follow you back? <laughs> See him on match of the day a couple of times. Nah, do you know what? I'm not. I'm not busy like that as much as I'm on Twitter and, and Instagram and stuff like that. Don't leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what's the story about Glasgow when you got bored on a motorway? <clears throat> yeah, Christmas do was. So I was with Wolves and two day up there. Uh, Big Mick McCarthy gives a couple of days off, so he give us the Sunday. Uh, he gives us I think we went up there Saturday night I don't know what it was anyway a couple of days off but he wanted us in when we got back from Glasgow straight from the airport into the training ground to have a little tickle little jog just get the shit out of us I suppose from where we've been drinking and he knows the crack make his fancy dress it is what it is it's a Christmas doing it so everyone sort of half hung over 
lifeless, if you like, on the way back. Everyone's just in bits, wants to get their head down on this minibus that's picked us up from the airport. So we're going back from Birmingham, back to Wolverhampton training ground, uh, thinking, oh, this is just a proper downer. Everyone's, like, monged out, not having a chat. I thought, fucking, I'm livening this up. <laughs> so we're sitting in traffic. <clears throat> Everyone's sitting there, and I've just had a little uh, look out the window, and there's, there's this tow truck that's got a Harley on the back of it like a van and it's on like a little trailer I thought fuck it I'm getting out I'm getting on this Harley <laughs> I've opened up the minibus door and I've jumped on the back of the Harley so this is like motorway this is on the M1 but yeah. it's traffic this is slow this is slow we're, we're basically we're at a standstill at the minute yeah so I'm thinking we're at a standstill but it'll be a laugh just I don't know it's just fucking yeah. something to come in my head <sighs> I've jumped on the Harley I've made out I'm pulling the accelerator back I'm giving, making a fucking few like, sound effects and whatever else that no one can hear me but I'm on it yeah. giving it a big one <laughs> Next minute, laugh, fucking traffic's up. gone. <laughs> it's fucking cleared up. We're now fucking moving. I'm like, I'm like hold up. I'm like, can I get off? No, too. No, we're going too fast. I have to get back on the Arley. I'm back on the Arley. I've, I'm on the Arley now. I'm, I've probably, we're doing probably 30, 40 mile an hour, which ain't jumpable. They just don't, they want me to just keep going. They want me to end up in Blackpool. They're desperate for me not to slow down. So they're all roaring up. And at the time, there was no videos and all that, because no doubt, that's on the video. Oh, that's that on this. I'm sacked. Um, whatever. Yeah. So we ended up, we must have gone, we've gone probably a junction on the M1. Yeah. Does the bloke who's driving He's got, the ain't got a clue. No, yeah. <laughs> he ain't got a clue because he can't see the army. He just can't, because it's obviously the way it's positioned on the truck. Yeah, he just yeah. can't see it. So we've ended up going, we're near on a junction. I'm thinking, fucking hell, I'm missing the junction. I'm missing training. I'm going to get an app, so I'm going to get an earful from the gaffer. You don't even know where you're going to end up. I don't know where I'm ending up. <laughs> the gaffer on your coach? No, he weren't on it. Oh, no, right. but he was waiting at the training ground. And then yeah. I think in the end, I think, I don't know what's happened, but thank Christ, the, the fucking geezer slowed down or stopped for some reason. He's always nearly coming to a stop. And then I've just, yeah. he was in the middle lane as well. So I'm jumping from the middle lane <laughs> into the outside lane to try and get on the bus. <laughs> So yeah, I managed to get back on without getting nicked or injured, which was Andy. It's quality. And, uh, yeah, you were, you were at Barnet with um, Edgar Davids. Yeah. He yeah. sounds like I'm fascinated by him because he sound he sounds nuts. He he gave himself the number one shirt when he was manager. It got sent off like almost Free every time. game he played as well. Yeah. Do you know what? People ask me that like. Listen, like you can't take anything away. When when he first joined, we hadn't won in thirteen games, mm. and his form from when he took the job to when he left, or till the end of that season, we would have been in the playoffs. So, really? in terms of what he'd done for us on the pitch, mm. you can't question what he'd done as a, as a manager. No matter how he went about doing it, yeah. And because he know, must have still been an amazing player, like no, no, oh, no, really? no, no, he wasn't an amazing player. Oh, it's, but no, but good. he he was. He, do you know the biggest thing that stood out was his mentality yeah he was just and he was just a winner yeah, yeah he wanted to win everything he wanted to be the best in the keep balls he wanted to be the best at the finishing he, mm. he just had the right mentality which is no coincidence that he's won what he has and achieved what he's you know what he's done but it was the way he managed it and the way he managed individuals and the way he spoke to certain players did you have a way of playing or not really what's that mate did you have a way of playing like managing um, when he manages he was in tech like he was it, do you know what it was, Jim? I think he was he was so intense. He spoke to players. He looked. He spoke down to some players. 
Okay. And sometimes when you do that, other players can go the other way. Yeah, they, they don't want to play for you yeah. because you're, you're talking to them like a fucking idiot. Yeah. And I think he lost some of the senior lads on the strength for that. Okay, and some of the yeah. younger boys couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't. Um, they couldn't live up to it. They, yeah. they just. They, they couldn't do it. They couldn't handle it. So I think he struggled in terms of managing the group. When he played, he'd either be brilliant. Or it gets sent off. Yeah, yeah. he seems uh, like quite an aggressive. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, tenacious. he's tenacious. Little. He's tenacious. Yeah. yeah, he's tenacious. But I think that was one of his qualities. I mm. think that, and that, and that came through him as a person as well. Yeah. But we, he asked. It's funny. War number one, didn't he? Yeah. 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 War number one on the pitch. Yeah. 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 I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. yeah. So and he was trying to set a yeah. trend of midfielders yeah. wearing the number one. Someone has done it. Yeah. Someone wore number one before. <laughs> I think it was a Dutch guy as well. Funny enough, but it has been done. But matching. Yeah, Jim, he's, he's played in World Cups and he yeah. wants to wear number one in the conference. Yeah. Like, I can't do that out. What are you doing? <laughs> You're right. You just want to so go, under, right. want to go under the radar. Because yeah. what, what's going to come of that? There's nothing but negative publicity no, yeah. you're going to get yeah. from that because people are just going to laugh at you. You know, you're a good yeah. You just take what everyone's left Why over. Why are you yeah. bothered about what number you wear? Yeah. Listen, Mick McCarthy laughed. We played Ipswich pre-season. I know he went, oh, I said, look, he's, he, he, we spoke about him wearing number one. He went, he went stacky. He went, I've had plenty of number ones that sit on the bench, son. And he's right. It don't fucking matter what number you wear, yeah, does it? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But he wanted to be the big... big he wanted guy, to be yeah. the mm. big Edgar David show, didn't it? But yeah, I remember yeah, one yeah. game we played... Um, we played Gateshead or Halifax away. And uh, my pal's phone on a Friday. He went, you got a game tomorrow? I went, yeah. He went, your gaffer's in the Mayfair. I went, fucking what? He went, yeah, he's in the Mayfair. He's, he's having a drink. He's got a couple of birds with him. I thought, fucking hell, he's told us he's got like a coaching thing or something to go to. Yeah. So we're up in Halifax and going up to Gateshead yeah. and he's not coming to games. Yeah. Because oh, he, I read this, he, what, he wouldn't go to away games well, or something. He wouldn't, he, well, there was two or three games he didn't turn up for because he said, I've got a coaching staff but in he just place, off to go all the way up to there. So I'll let my management team do it. I don't need to be there. Mm. And I think that, you know, that didn't help him the following nah. season when we were in the conference yeah. because I think you've all got to be in it together. You've all got to yeah. be... It's just that mentality and that at that level, you can't have people doing what they yeah. like. And I think in the end, he sort of... he done that and I, I, I don't think that went well for him. Yeah. Wearing number one and not turning yeah. up to all the games and getting sent off three times. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's, that's just... That's like, what it says, it says here that he wouldn't go to away games that required like an overnight stay. Yeah, so that would have been, yeah. yeah. so been Gateshead and stuff um, like that. Yeah. Have you got any other stories you want to share, Stacky, before we wrap it up? Is there anything... Um, we've touched on we've touched on a few of the clubs yeah. and I suppose yeah. Yeah. brilliant um, we'll have a look um, we'll do the chart now we've been asking for your football charts that you've, uh, you've listened to oh there was a good one um, Valentine's Day when a, a Cardiff derby was singing uh, we're only here because we're single yeah. We're only here because we're single. Was I? Yeah, because we're single. Oh, this is pretty good. And we've got this one from Al Green. I don't think it's the Al Green. Um, um, not, um, this was what West Ham sang. Sitting on the dock of the bay, Al Green. No, that's what I was reading. Al Green's oh, Let's yeah, Stay yeah, Together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's Stay Together. Um, and uh, this is West Ham versus Liverpool. And they were singing, We've we've Got the Canio, You've Got Our Stereo. It's quite cool. We've got the Canio, you've got our stereo, Decent. and a ticket to the paddock. They can add. <laughs> yeah. if you're, if and it's got a big cock. Yeah. No, that's, that, that's safe for Ian's one. Um, have you got your chant for Stacky? Yeah, or yeah. Come on, Ed. Just read it now. Right. I'll do it once, then you've all got to join you in. it in. So you've got to remember <clears throat> the lyrics. 
Oh, I've got it. Right. Okay, so it goes. It's Big Cock Stack. He's got an iron scar on his back. He'll sell you, he'll sell you Gucci from his boot. You'll never score, so don't try and shoot. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh, right. good. I love it. Yeah. Love it. He's, he sounded I'm really panicked. Right. In, in I'm going to forget the words. Try, <laughs> right. I think it was a bit. It didn't go. It wasn't no laugh. No, I think it was a bit. You need more enthusiasm. All right. Okay, more enthusiasm. I'll bang the table. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Can you give us some rhythm? I'll give you some fucking rhythm, man. It's Big Cock Stack. He's got an iron scar on his back. He'll sell you Gucci from his boot. You'll never score, so don't try and shoot. Yeah, hey, very good. I didn't put big cock in. I did, I said it's big cock stack. I put it in the beginning. Well done. Very good, very good. No respect for these chants. You got one, I've got one. He's got one more hand. Stack his fingers, come up. I've got one more. This is a classic. Here you go, Stacky. No, this was when this was when I was at Leeds. At Leeds. Difficult year. Obviously got relegated at the time. I was up there under Dennis Wise. He took me there from was it Millwall with him before, and um, I used to get in early. I used to stay up there, and uh, all the youth team used to be in there. And had a good youth team at the time. Leeds, yeah. there was a couple of good players in there: um, Fabian Delph, uh, Danny Rose, and uh, they used to play head tennis down on the Astro on yeah. the indoor bit. And I used to be up sort of either in the gym or doing my bits and pieces. I had about an hour to kill. I thought, fuck it, I'll go down there and sort of see what these these kids are about. Yeah. Because I've heard they're meant to be mustard, and I thought, let's go and see what you know, see what they've got to offer. So I've gone down there, they're having a the game of head tennis. So I've called it on. I said, right, I'm playing next. And she's like, who am I playing? So obviously, Rosie, great kid, top player, even yeah. at the time. Lovely left foot. I thought, I've got my work cut against this kid because they were good. Yeah. But I'd always fancied myself at head tennis anyway. <laughs> Worst comes to the world, I just thought, I'd just cheat somehow. Yeah. I'll find a way to cheat. <laughs> but there's about 30 youth team players there, and there was a youth team staff at Leeds there. So I said, what are we playing for, son? He went, I can whatever you want. What do you want to play for? I said, I'll tell you what we do, Rosie. I said, if I beat you, I said, you've got to clean my motor. And I said, out, out uh, near the first team bit. I said, after training, or, or this week, or whatever. He went, what if I win? I said, I'll give you 50 quid. He went, all right, yeah. He went, we'll do that, sweet, lovely. So I played Rosie. I've just beat him. Just about beat him. Yeah. I thought, lovely. Next minute, this other kid's popped out. Fabian Delph. I'll play you. I'll play you for Rosie. So if I beat you, Rosie ain't got to clean your motor. I went, that's a good deal. Yeah. I said, but if I beat you, you're going to have to scrub my back in the shower <laughs> after training. <laughs> he went, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No problem. He's thinking he ain't, he ain't gonna beat, get beat by the goalie, do you know what I mean? Mm. So I beat Fab. <laughs> so now I've got Danny Rose cleaning my motor and I've got Fabian Delph scrubbing my back in the shower. <laughs> so I said, rather than doing it today, we'll do it later on in the week. So I went down to the body shop. Leeds Town Centre, I've gone to the body shop. I've got the back scrubber. The yeah. proper back scrubber on the stick with all the, 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 the nice smells and all yeah. that, the, the, the soaps and all the rest of it. So I've come and I've got my body shop bag I'll just give him the heads up before training. Look, my motor's filthy. I said, Rosie, get the bucket ready. He said, you're doing, my, doing the motor. And I said, Fab's coming straight after training. I want you to scrub my back, but I want everyone to see you scrubbing my back. <laughs> As he's come in the changing room. I'm like, ready like that. I've got, I'm ready like that. My arms are on. <laughs> my hands are up against the wall. My, my legs are spread out. He's <laughs> got, the, got the, uh, the old brush ready to go. Gwen Williams has come steaming downstairs. He was... 
whatever he was at the club, mm. the director of football, wrote, stop, stop, can't do that, can't do it, Stacky. He said, the PFA will be all over us. <laughs> he went, you can't have two youth team players. One of them scrubbing your back. He's obviously under 18, isn't he? <laughs> He's in the shower scrubbing me back yeah. and I've got the other one outside cleaning my motor. <laughs> He thought if the FA or the PFA yeah. get hold with that, the club will be in all sorts of trouble. That's and I probably would have got in trouble as well. And then you look, down, you look back it? at it now, yeah. though, Jim. Like yeah. At the time, I had no idea how good Rosie and Fabs were going to do. Yeah. And one of them was at Man City and one of them was playing for England. Unbelievable. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Look, and I was, he was about to scrub my back. Scrub <laughs> my motor. Clean my motor. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind going to clean Rosie's motor at the minute for a couple of quid. Do you know what I mean? Brilliant. It's just crazy oh, how, how, how careers change, isn't it? And yeah. how, how they move forward, do you know what I mean? Brilliant. So, Brilliant. Cheers, Stacky. Um, yeah, cheers, welcome. my man. Thanks. Very man. funny yeah. stuff. Um, keep sending your favourite chants into at Dave Magic Sponge or hashtag Magic Sponge. Yeah, and, chance, and keep uh, rating it and commenting and that helps us get it up in the charts. And hopefully we'll be number one again. And if you see Zachy, me knocking about, yeah. don't be frightened to come up and say hello and mention the podcast. I love that when you get a couple of punters come up. Yeah, we had a couple the other day, so yeah. Well, I had the cab driver on the way here, funny enough. I got really? Yeah, from the station. I mean, what are you doing here? I said, oh, I'm doing a podcast with Jimmy Buller. He went, oh, fuck. He went, I love that one. He went, that sponge one. I went, yeah, that's yeah. the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because if, if you listen to it and you think your dad might like it, get his phone, yeah. nick it, and then put it on into, on his stereo and they'll, they'll like it. I've, I've done that to about five mates and I was very much yeah. enjoyed it. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back again with another episode. Cheers, sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugs your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising people. <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone, a Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel.